Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you, and welcome to the Coffee Club. Today is what, um, October 26, 2022. I hope you're doing well on this Wednesday. Well, we're in a little bit of wind-down mode for a few days. Um, We... um, went to the alumni convention and that's now history it's all done and um, there's always a little bit of a letdown after that's done because of all the work you have to do and then you're already planning for the one in two years so what can I say Uh, other than that been watching some football and doing some other things, working on computers and trying to make those work. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yesterday, I installed Outlook on my computer and I finally got the one fold, my request folder to work. And then now today I can't find it. But that's a temporary thing. So we'll get that all fixed. And other than that, made some 
stroganoff yesterday. So cooking skills, that's not one of my better ones, but we'll come back and do something better. All right, Jennifer, take it away. Well, we are, like you say, we're kind of winding down. I don't, I've been so busy for so long, I don't quite know what to do with myself, but at least I've been tired for the last few days. And that helped. Anyway, we're recuperating, and it was a, it, we had, we have to admit, we did have fun at the convention, too. It wasn't all work, but. Yeah, and you're going to come back later and talk about some free software, aren't you? I am. You're going to come back and talk about free. A lot of these people like free.com, free radio, free this, free that. Well, sometimes you get what you pay for if you get free, and then sometimes you get surprised. Yeah, something you wouldn't mind paying for or giving them a donation. Anything going on else with you? No, I'm just waiting to get my a grade for my last lesson that I knew was going to be messed up before I send it, so I redid it before I send it, so we'll see. Hopefully, it will get accepted. It takes them so long. I feel like this is a career. Yeah. She's getting her Braille certification as a Braille transcriber. So, like- that's kind of what's going on. And we've got a special guest here with us in the house. He's over in his suite of studios is Michael Loff. Yeah, well, hello, everyone. Yes, um, Jennifer, I don't know if you're using that microphone. I moved yesterday, but whatever you're doing, it sounds really good. Um, yeah, hello, everyone. Came up, uh, helped out with the alumni. Fortunately, did a couple things wrong, and we had a couple issues, uh, especially for those trying to listen, but had a good time. Um, I always enjoy interacting with all the people, and we had a great banquet, good food, and I got to um, give a speech, tried to give a motivational speech. I haven't even gone back and listened to it yet, but a few folks said they liked it, so that was good. And, and of course, the Lawfare Project, you know, uh, that's what makes my day is when I can introduce someone to a piece of software that's going to change their life, really help them be more productive. And so I'll let Jennifer talk about the software, but... Um, I was glad to, you know, install that and, and watch her get excited as she realized some new capabilities that she has. But, um, wow, what else? Yeah, heading home tomorrow, and um, we've just been working on this and that. Uh, just It's just a busy time of year, all the conventions and everything going on. And I'm going to go have to take a class in the DJ Doug Live Broadcasting uh, school. But uh, so anyway, just having a good time and enjoying my visit. I've been here since the pandemic, so it's been three years. But other than that, I don't know, uh, kind of the same old stuff, doing those websites, getting ready to launch a whole bunch of new cool features for websites and um, trying to get new clients and life is good. Very good. Just like I'm launching oh. my radio site. Oh, I was telling the lesson we learned yesterday with the, with the stroganoff. Yeah, when you when you kind of get the stuff burned onto the bottom of, of your pot, Instapots, whatever, you just better just move it to another pot because until you clean the bottom of that, it's going to keep giving you an error and you're just not going to be able to finish the meal. And that's something I learned a long time ago. So when it was happening yesterday, I was like, I know what the problem is here. I think I know what the problem is and looked at it and yep. So you got to, God bless the Instapots, but you got to remember that, you know, think uh, that you have a slow cooker, good old fashioned. Good old-fashioned uh, backup crockpot, just in case. Yeah. 
Very, very true. All right. Speaking of that, we'll switch up to Chris and Dave. Well, um, yeah, I think that beef stroganoff recipe um, was only meant for slow cooking. The other thing, I don't know if you did or not, you're supposed to cook the noodles separately, like on the stove. We but didn't, anyway. and that was a problem, too. And I used a different kind of noodles than I normally use. Those real cheap ones you can buy at the store, not the frozen ones. Oh, well, I I always use the dry ones. But you, like I said, you're supposed to cook those. It says cook those until they're just almost tender but not quite, and then put them in. And that probably was the problem because they're pretty starchy. The problem is with one of those... Um, instant pot says, can you take the lid off, put your stuff in, and start right back up? Yes. Okay, that's helpful well, to the, know. If, if you're slow cooking. Well, yeah, if you're slow, of course. If yeah, you're, if you're slow right, but not if you're pressuring. That's course. right. Yeah. Okay, well, lessons learned. But anyway, there's not much going on here. Just the usual, really. It's been pretty uneventful. So that's probably a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, last week was Donna Day, wasn't it? Um, yes, last week was. We went to Gourmet Buffet, and what else did we do? I don't think we did anything else. But the next Donna Day, she oh, we she's going to get her birthday presents, so she'll be happy about that. The Donna Day. They don't have too wide a variety of restaurants you guys go to, but well, the ones you like, you just, like. Yeah, there's just a few that we we like. There's there's other restaurants, but either they're not open at lunch or they're super crowded. Like we've got Tom and Joe's, and they're good, but they're boy at lunchtime they're really crowded. And we have some other ones, but um, well, we have Outback and Longhorn and the Gourmet and Red Lobster. But the last time we went to Red Lobster, we were all very disappointed. And uh, we have a few others, but those are the ones we really happen to like. Favorite is the Chinese, though, the gourmet buffet. The Donna Day's pretty predictable. <laughs> pretty predictable. But, folks, don't call, don't do anything before <laughs> oh. 3 o'clock on Donna Day. He, he's exaggerating. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> Just a ten. It's it's enjoyable, you know, getting together with her and right. finding out the uh, family, some family news that we often don't find out because we don't, well, we don't call the other sister much, so you know. But you know, I'm not far off the mark, so. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. All right. Speaking of families and people. Who can get themselves tangled up in some messes? Go ahead, Jeff. Well, not my family, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 worry about that later on. Everything is good here. I will tell you though that I did take the COVID shot last Thursday, the vac the vaccine with the uh, booster and the flu shot uh, the same day, of course, and no problems. I I didn't have any problems. My arms were sore. My my right arm was sore. That's why they gave me the COVID shot, and that stayed sore for a while. But the next morning. I get up early, so next morning, oh, and I'm, I don't know, quarter to four in the morning, I'm taking a shower, and I'm, all of a sudden I feel like uh, like the room is spinning around for, for a little bit for me, and I ended up passing out in the in the bathtub. Well, it wasn't a, a problem, except that uh, 
Yeah, uh, except that I ended up, I guess, because I don't remember it, but I guess I tried to grab onto the shower rod, which ended up uh, breaking it off the wall. So that wasn't too much fun. But it's uh, that that's over and done with. And we had the same problem last year. The last year I was between the bathroom and the bedroom, and I saw I felt it coming on, and I was able to get to to my bed, and it, I just you know you know crawled into bed and and slept for a while. But I think what happens is is when I take this vaccine it, 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 in, in conjunction with my blood pressure medication, it must lower my blood my blood pressure to a point where it, it causes you to faint. But I am okay now. I am back in the peak of health. I think. I think. I think. And everything is good here. Tim was talking about cool weather before the show. Cool weather out in Minnesota. It's like like spring here. It's like 65 degrees. It's going to go up to almost 70 degrees here today. So we've we've got kind of backwards weather. I mean, yes, I know it's warm, but uh, and I've seen it warm in October. But when I lived in Syracuse, it was always freezing in October. It was always snowing at the end of uh, October. But we're not going to see that this time. So we're happy about that. So I'll turn it back to you, Bill. All right, we'll send it up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. We, uh, yeah, like Jeff said, it's pretty cool here. It's 36 degrees, or at least that was the last I heard. Um, which, uh, and we're supposed to get up to around 55 for the high today, which not too bad. But anyway, typical Minnesota weather for October. And uh, things are going pretty well around here. I got uh, kind of a fun top. 20 tomorrow night. Actually, I'm going to be doing a top 30 because the songs are so short <laughs> from uh, 1957. So I hope people can join me for that. And what else? Um, I, I didn't do very well in the baseball department as far as teams I was supporting. But uh, it's uh, down to Houston and Philly, which... We're on the last on my list. <laughs> Anytime you support the Yankees, Tim, were you a big Yankee supporter? No, not really. No, I was. I was looking for either Seattle or. or uh, now I can't remember who the other one was for the American League. Maybe Cleveland. Who knows? Cleveland. Yeah. So one of the networks yeah. are happy about the fact that it's going to be the Phillies and the Astros for the World Series. I, I don't know about that. Oh, they don't well, have I'm not sure. They they really probably want the Yankees, but uh, that's, I don't know. Anyway, and uh, looking forward to today's show at eleven. Hope people can join me for that. Lots of great music. Yep, they'll be right on the legend. You're now third tier, four tier legend up on the ranks at Live Three Sixty Five. So. Cut the music back a little bit or whatever. I don't know. I'm just messing with you, Tim. You keep bringing up the ratings on the station, so what am I going to do? Oh, well, I suppose I could start playing, like, classical music or... Well, yeah, well, that would... Or beautiful music. Maybe. Well, that... Or you could play the, the A and B sides again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful music on the ledger. Yeah, you could do that. 
All right. Thank you very much, Tim. Have I reached everybody? I don't want to leave. I believe you have. All right. Uh, we'll go straight to straight to the hotline this morning, and then we'll come back after that's done, and Jennifer's going to talk about her new free software, and when everybody loves free.com. So, who do you want to go with? Do we have anybody? I, I don't have any hands raised right now, but I'm sh- I just know. Oh, there we go. <laughs> And Joe and Gail have raised their hands. So, Joe, you were first in the in the gate. Unmute yourself, and Gail, you'll be next after Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, here we are. I'm here to thank you very much for this great coffee club information and everything. 41 degrees, cloudy skies up to 64, down to 41. And as you can tell, Mike's side again, that my computer up and running. I bought a, we bought a new computer monitor from the Best Buy stores. The Geek Squad agent came in and we got all fixed up and and she knows Jaws backward and forward. So this is cool to be at this computer in such a short time out with a new monitor and all fantastical. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, it works really, really well. Um, this one is a little bit bigger than the old one, but um, it's it's very compatible and everything is is working just fine. So, do you have a camera on that monitor? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a camera. It's an external. Well, no, not on the monitor itself, but um, we bought an external camera for you know for Zoom and all that. Well, well, well back in. That thing is, is beautiful as well. Huh? Yeah, it's a camera I bought some time ago. The agent brought it in. It's a $59 camera, and we, we, we actually need that because we're in a lot of poetry groups, and, and especially this one, we're actually spotlighted. So uh, camera and, and microphone we have, yep. Yeah, so you do have, so you need it for that. So, But mm-hmm. you're ready to go, and the Geek Squad got you all fixed up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she knows. She did very good at the. She is, they they have one one lady agent. The rest of them are guys, but she knows her. She was is really great. I bought a membership when I got my laptop for the Geek Squad for a year because we got so many appliances that. Oh yeah, comes in very handy. And. The other reason I got it is because if you get a refrigerator or something from there or some appliance, they'll take your other away for free and you get free delivery and all that stuff. And that delivery stuff adds up after a little bit. So, Well, we went, and picked, we went over there and picked out this monitor and then you know, we brought it home and we already had the, it set up, the appointment set up for the install and all that, which was great. So, well, that's good. So, well, you may have more questions before we get finished. So, stay right there, and we'll oh, be definitely. Back. We we are we are glued to it. Oh, got, all right. By the way, <laughs> I you got to get some Elmer's glue. No, uh, well, <laughs> one more thing, real quickly. It uh, looks like we had our first freeze of the year because. Uh, not all the not all the state got it, but I know that some some uh, places got down below freezing. 
we were close, but not quite uh, there. I think I need to get back to Naples, where the weather. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. By yeah. the way, did, did did your house survive the? The um, what? Yes, it did. It survived it fine. Oh yeah, I did, I did when I was on the website yesterday. Legend Oldies. I I I saw where it said second channel. I didn't I I didn't I didn't open it, but I I, I will sometime soon. But actually, well, that's that's called Legend Talk, and that's under work right now. We're working on content for it. You'll hear a lot of podcasts, uh, some old coffee clubs, a lot of all things radio. You'll hear a lot of different content. On that oh, channel. Just a quick, uh, TuneIn has improved their website. Now, like like if I want to listen to KUNM, where it says KUNM link, actually enter and it's, it's, it starts playing right away. And this is true of, of all the all the radio stations, even even BBC Radio Three, and, and then that gives the frequency as soon as you enter it, 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 it plays it right away on the stations. Or before you had to go down, arrow down to listen and play or whatever. Well, it is super. So you like BBC Radio 3, Joe? I sure do. Yeah, all classical pretty much, except they do have some jazz programming um, in the evenings. Yeah, we like the jazz too. Uh, Oh, yeah, positively. Uh, So you love your computer. Oh, yeah, and a computer loves me. No, it's a two-way relationship. No, actually, the older I get, the sillier I've become. Oh, there's something happening. By the time I get to be 90, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you very much, Joe and Ellen. Sure enough. Yeah, no problem. All, All right. right. Uh, all right. You're next. Uh, Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? <clears throat> okay. I hope I'm unmuted. You are. You are. Go ahead. Well, um, I guess next year uh, we're supposed to be getting new refrigerators in here, from what I heard. I don't know too much about that, but I heard it from from some sources. I'm doing pretty well myself. I've been keeping myself busy with, uh, you know, listening, keeping up with Tim and that kind of thing. And also, uh, Tim, I don't know if I can ask you this now or not, but I've been trying to do the... um, uh, the, uh, Oh, uh, where you can, your games galore thing. And I'm wondering if I could get some help from you sometime, if I need to set anything up or do anything, if you could give me a call when you can uh, sure. to help me with that, that would be uh, great. Be glad to. And uh, what is games galore yeah. for those who might be interested? Oh, it is a website where we have games pretty much every night, and they also have games that they play during the days dice type games and and the games at night are mostly either word games trivia games or music games music games game like song titles uh, and stuff like that song titles yeah and and uh in my music game i also play old commercials and you have to tell what the commercial is for all very nice sponsors are all edited out it's a lot of fun and uh anyway it's it's called games galore and more and i, I found it i found it and but i yeah. just need a little bit of help with a couple of things so yeah. whenever you can thanks a lot and yeah. other than yeah. that 
other than that, I'm not doing too much else here. Things are still going things are still going well with Wendy and everything. And I've been, like I said, I've been keeping myself busy. And I'm glad, Jenny, that your uh, Braille embosser works well for you. I hope it continues to do so. I hope so, because it sure came in handy this time. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot. I really do appreciate everyone. And, uh, you know, have a great day. I'll still be listening and hanging in here, but but, uh, have a good one. All right. Thank you, Gail. Julie McCullough, can you unmute yourself? And then after Julie will be Beth uh, Moline. Okay. Go ahead, Julie. I'm sorry. Okay. I was trying to get my speech off because sometimes it talks to me. But I am here. And, Tim, when I got up, our temperature was one degree lower than yours is in Minneapolis. Ours is um, in Topeka, Kansas. But we're going to get up to 65. 65 degrees. You got anything, anything special planned today, Julie? Um. Well, I'll just kind of have to check out my voice the rest of the day and see if I feel comfortable going to choir practice yet. Um, our choir director wasn't there last weekend because he had strep throat, and so he's having some problems with his voice coming back, too. And um, I didn't have strep throat, but, um, but my voice is still pretty slow to come back. Um, so I I did get tempted to try some singing a little bit Saturday, and I did try to sing the hymns at church for church Sunday. I went to church online. Um, so we'll see. And that's, I might do some little things during the day too, so we'll see. Uh, very good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very good, Julie. You sound good, and you sound better. And every week, your voice seems to be getting better and better. So uh, it just takes time to heal those, uh, heal the throat up. I guess. I guess it does. Yeah. So that's just kind of, kind of the way that's going. And we had a um, a taco and paint party where they painted on some canvases that were drawn, and um, we're going to have a meeting about our housing tomorrow. And so that's kind of what we got going on. Very good. Yeah. Keep it going, Julie. Thank you, I'll Julie. Try. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Now we we are we are open up, so we don't have any hands raised at the moment. So uh, that means. Hey, uh, well, I want to take advantage of that. I want to go back to Tim on this games galore and more. Now, is that do you guys use Zoom or something? You interactive where you're talking to each other and kind of. Uh, we use Team Talk. Team Talk. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Team Talk. Um, <laughs> Gamesgaloreandmore.com is the website. Okay. Cause I got to add that to Loftware for one thing, but, you know, because oh. I know the, you know, the NFB and the ACB, some of them, they've done different game nights and tried to figure out different ways. We did Jeopardy this year, and I had, I had to kind of make up the rules, like how to adapt TV to uh, an online game format. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. I'd like to, I'm going to attend that and just see how you execute uh, some of those different games. Yeah, okay. Have you now, done Family Feud? That's one that we used to do a lot, yep, Family that, Feud. that's one. Uh, we do Jeopardy sometimes, um, Wheel of Fortune, Password. Now, who uh, runs it? Is there, a, is there a person that runs it, Tim, or is it, a, is it just well, a bunch of volunteers or what? The management team is uh, James and Shelley Gagne oh, and yeah. then um, um, Julie Dawson who's from Kansas City now. She used to be from Nashville. But um, 
anyway, they uh, they are pretty much the people that are in charge of keeping things on an even keel and do a great job of it. I thought of a neat game, kind of like what you did with your music trivia. I like the idea with the commercials, or I got a, like a whole bunch of old TV themes. People probably like a game like that, guessing the TV themes, or... Yeah, that's got, like, part of my music game, right. too, is I have TV themes. Um, oh, I have other weird categories, like songs with whistling in them. <laughs> well, I've got something you might be interested in. It's at djintelligence.com, and it's really for, like, doing wedding receptions and stuff. So <clears throat> it's got, <clears throat> excuse me, it's got the top 200 of all time, and it's got the top 100 for each of the last seven decades. And then it's got top 50s of what's being weddings, you know, like first dance songs, you know, bouquet toss, you know, uh, mother, son, father, daughter, you know, all those different categories, processional. So there's, there's some different. Oh, wow. You have like a wedding theme or something. And the blind wedding. wedding. <clears throat> and, and the chicken dance. That's How many times have you heard that at the wedding? <laughs> I played that the other night because someone wanted to hear it. I was surprised and I played it. And I think Nancy <laughs> or something, she was they were squawking around like old chicken the other night. They usually get played at weddings. Yeah, among other things, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now, could you be more? Oh, never mind. (laughs) No, don't go there. No, we don't want to go there. No. I think we got Beth holding on here. Uh, I don't see her Beth. She just lowered her hand. She had her hand raised and then just lowered it. So, Beth, unmute yourself. I'm unmuted now. Okay. Yeah, I, someone else was lowering my hand. I don't know what the heck that was all about. <laughs> and it, it was right after Gail was done talking that someone else lowered, or no, right while she was talking that someone lowered my hand, and then I went and then I, I ended up raising it again, and then someone lowered again. I don't know what that what was happening. It was not me. I, no, I, I, I won't blame you. <laughs> but I last week... Last Friday was my birthday, and I had one of the most fun days. And there were certain times people asked me if I felt old, and I said, no, I feel like I'm about 36. And I was telling everyone, this is a 27th anniversary of my 39th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But I I had a wonderful time. My my sister and brother-in-law and my brother and sister-in-law had a really nice birthday party for me that evening. I got some nice gifts and I got a couple of nice gifts a couple of weeks before that too. Well, I, I got one of the uh, one of the Echo Dots for services for the blind thing shaped like a ball, and I'm having a good time with that one. And I also got one from another friend. I, I got it the very day after I got the one from Services for the Blind. I didn't know he was going to send that, <laughs> but he wanted to do it, so it worked out really nice. Everything just has been going quite well. And so I'm, I think that this year, that, that was last week, last Friday, that was a birthday I just won't forget. Beth, when, whenever you start talking and you unmute yourself, I automatically lower your hand. Oh, I'm sorry, I, yes. I had trouble getting it to go down. It kept coming back up. So when you raised it the last time, I thought it was accidental. No, so I'm the no. one that did that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to... No, that's okay. I just wanted you to kind of understand how we were doing it. Oh, sure, because I I did actually, um, I did intentionally re-raise it again because I was, when they forgot about me, then I was thinking, 
Oh, I was still, I had my my hand raised and I was thinking I better do it again. I didn't mean to make a fuss about it. So No, I, no, no, I, no, that's okay. But yeah, if, if you want to raise it again, that's fine. Okay. I just thought I was having trouble getting, Oh I, no, no. for whatever reason, Zoom doesn't always do what you tell it. Oh, naughty Zoom. <laughs> well, we just wanted to get you on the air because I knew you wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah, I've been been really. I, I wanted to let all of you know too that if, if there was a way to do this on um, on the Echo products, it would sure be nice. But I don't know for sure if there ever would be. I know there's a way to listen on Echo, but I didn't know for sure if there was a way to actually talk on there. It it would be too noisy, Beth, because the Echo would pick up the whole room, and it it, it would be really oh. It would not work well. Well, I'm glad you're telling me that, Mike. At least I'm learning a lot of things. <laughs> I played with that one here in the living room yesterday. The, the played with the, the ball, and I was certainly having a ball. <laughs> I mean, I've been to conferences where they've tried that, and people called in on the phone, and but it was just oh, it was chaos. It just oh, heard everything, oh, and it feedbacks, so and get you get feedback, and get loops and stuff like that. It just sounds <laughs> terrible, Mike. I know I've heard that before. I'm glad you guys are explaining that now because at least then I know what to expect and what what, what to not want to do. <laughs> but that is great. So if you can actually tell Echo to listen to a Zoom feed, I mean, if you can do that, that's that could be handy for some folks. I didn't know for sure about that part of it, but I know that I can tell Echo to play the legend oldies. Right. Yeah. And you can tell Echo to call people. If you have people in your contacts, you can tell her to call them and she'll call them and you can talk to them on their phone with your Echo. They also have a thing called Drop-In. Have you played with that, Mike? <laughs> that, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I, I haven't used it in a long time, but we, but yeah. I do. Yeah, you want to be sure it's okay. someone that you uh, care about, you know, family members or something. You could do Drop-In. I've used that before. Um, well, I think some of the video ones have Zoom, support Zoom, some of the newer Amazon devices. My television my does. My new Amazon television does support Zoom. Oh, oh really? Nice. That's awesome. You know, someone was trying to tell me some things the other night about the Echo products that were just real scary. And I told this person, we need to get rid of that fear stuff now because it's not getting us anywhere. And the same person is the one telling me over the years that I need to take authority over the fear and not accept it. And, well, I'm, I'm having to let that person know the same thing that, hey, physician, heal thyself. Well, I, you know, I don't want to be a fear monger, but this is why I quit using drop-in because one morning, all of a sudden, I heard this big group of people. I have no idea who it was. I don't know what Zoom was tapping into or who we were communicating between, but it kind of, it wasn't a fear. I wasn't, you know, but I thought, I, well, if it's not, if I can't guarantee you that either someone, you know, I could be in a room of, of people I don't know or they're listening to me and I don't know it. And right. it's got a light, it has a light that shows you that, but it may not tell you that you're, so that's kind of when I quit using it when that happened. Yeah, well, when I was told that even if after turning it off, if I turn her off, that that people can that she's still recording conversations, still recording everything that I say or do. No, I don't think so. I, no, I, I, no, I, I think if you mute it, if you hit the mute button, I think it respects that, and 
and your mm-hmm. microphone is off at that point. And certainly, I see if you're when you say turn off, if you're literally unplugging it, there's no technical way to do it. But even with the microphone off, muted, I think you're okay. If that I concerns you. Even if it's not muted, she doesn't record everything you say. She's just sitting there waiting for you for what she thinks is her name. Yeah, yeah, well, that's for the wake word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I, she doesn't say anything. Well, it's, we're going to turn her off. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Like if I yeah. were to say, "A lady, turn off." You can't tell her to turn off. You have to go hit the button and turn the microphone off. Oh, and it yeah, makes there's a, a mute little button. click. Okay. And it makes a little click if you turn it off and on. But I don't know if. What you're saying is exactly true, Jennifer, because they've gone in and used those. They've gone back and got recordings of either where there were crimes taking place and were able to get additional audio. That maybe someone didn't specifically summon it. Maybe they summoned it at one point or it thought it heard its name, but it still had audio that I don't think people but knew. But it was it on, was yeah. yeah. But I so. think the key thing, they left it on. You know, if you uh-huh. t- so. You know, that's one thing. Skype used to have this thing where it would answer the call automatically, and you could listen to what was going on in the room that the, of the caller that you had, that answered the call. I don't know if you can do that in Skype anymore. They well, I know to, now if you use drop-in, though, you can hear it because it makes a little beep or something to let you know that somebody's dropped in on you. Right. Does anybody use Skype anymore with the exception of one person I know? <laughs> Does any? It, it, Don't it's, because it doesn't really like my sound card. It keeps mucking with the audio and turning down the volume of the input, and I just don't use it anymore because I have it on my iPhone, but I don't use it because I, when I speak to my friend in London or in in, in the United Kingdom, we use FaceTime, um, and that sounds quite good. And I don't know to me, but but a lot of businesses still might still use Skype. And of course, I've heard the QVC and Chris and Dave can can attest to this. They'll say, and we have someone, and they're coming in via Skype, and so they, they use sound it for that terrible as well. too. Yeah, sometimes it does. It does. You're not kidding. Yeah, I think it's used for video calls. I think even some of the TV stations are using it during the pandemic, but um, I don't know. It's oh gosh, remember some of those weather reports oh. that sound like they were from the bathroom? Those crappy lapel mics, or the yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> once you know, once unfortunately I had to say it, but once Microsoft bought Skype, that they they kind of ruined the company. They kind of ruined it. So they sure have a monopoly on things. Don't well, they? I don't know that they do, but I meant Microsoft. It seems like they do. Well, when they went, I mean, Microsoft's pushing people to Teams, and I think Teams is even worse than Skype, in my opinion. Huh. Well, I like Zoom better anyway. Yeah, yeah, Zoom is the best. It really yeah. is. It's, it's not the best audio quality. Like, I know Bill kind of shrugged his shoulders at Team Talk, but it is still the best for audio quality broadcast. It takes a little more to get it set up, I suppose. Right, but, but Team Talk has more trouble. <laughs> um, is, that, is that the one that's out of Germany? That bearware.dk is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, we used to use it, Jeff. Remember, we uh oh, we that's right. 44, we did for one k and broadcast. But nobody quality. uses much of Team Talk anymore. <clears throat> well, gamers do. Yeah, there are people who use it. I mean, I know people from the ham radio community who have these Team Talk servers up and they use it, but. I don't use it myself either, but I have it on my computer. Um, I know in those audio classes we took from that Australian company, they used it, and they had so much trouble. Well, Team Talk has no way to do, like, noise reduction like Zoom does, so you hear everything, and 
And yeah, you have to know what sound card. If you have more than one sound card, you have to tell it. What's your input card? What's your output card? And yeah, I, <clears throat> it takes a little bit of geek geekdom, but it has the ability to really give... Because I've talked to people outside, and you can hear the full environment, the traffic, and the birds, and it has more lifelike quality, I think. But you're right, it's not gamers, it's just realm right now, it seems. Well, <clears throat> I did something yesterday when I was first learning how to use the, the echo thing, and, and I, I said... I'm sure that I told some another friend of mine, I told her, well, I'm sure not going to say, then I said the wake word, and I said, will you marry me? And right away she heard me and said, that wouldn't be good for robotics. <laughs> it used to, well, I wonder if it matters what gender. I know it used to say, because little boys sometimes would ask it, and they'd say, let's just be friends. I remember. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think that it would be something else. I just love when it when people ask certain questions and hearing what, what she's going to say. And I've heard that you can change the voice on it, but I like the voice that it has. I asked Siri to marry me. I said, Siri, will you marry me? And she said, no. That's it. What, that one <laughs> word, no. <laughs> she knows about somebody else. Uh, yeah, she does. So that's why she she says, no, no, no. But sometimes you get different answers. Like I had, I had it for a while where if I would say, "Good night, sleep tight," she'd say, "Don't let the bed bugs bite." I like that. That'd have been funny if she, she said, "If they bite, bite them back." <laughs> I don't want no bed bugs. Thank you. No, no, uh, no. Well, that's why in that one podcast, he would ask Syria the same question three times, just to get like you said, build different answers and see what she would say. Right. I I asked Echo if she could buzz like a bee, and she did a a, a buzzing bee sound. <laughs> yeah, and she'll also do farts too. Do you want me I to know she farts? Like, no, no, no thanks. thanks. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I've heard I've heard of people who have gotten their voice assistants to talk to each other. So uh, the Google uh, Home Assistant will talk to the to your Amazon voice assistant, and they'll talk back and forth. But I've never done that, but I've heard it can be done. Well, that, I, yeah, I saw a demo on, on YouTube, and what it did is it, somehow it went into an infinite loop, and they were just going back and forth almost like every three or four routines, and then they would kind of repeat. You know, the that. funniest one was that one where they did with the senior citizens <laughs> trying to talk. <laughs> trying oh, to talk. senior citizens in the Echo. That was funny. Well, that would have been funny. Because <laughs> they kept calling her all kinds of different names, and they'd, they'd ask her, well, what's the weather? And, and she'd say... Telling the weather, and she they'd say, Well, where? And so, <laughs> oh, that's funny. They were, it was funny. Mm, they had to it play that to your activities, Beth. Yeah, that would that would get them going there. I think it would She'll sing you a song, too, Beth. She'd tell jokes, too. I asked her yesterday yeah. to tell me a cat joke, and she did. Oh, yeah, she'll oh. tell you cat jokes, she'll sing you a song, different yeah, songs. Here with Halloween, I think you can get her to play scary sounds. I know Google can, and if you have through your speakers, it'll play the stuff through your you big know, I think speakers. she'll tell you a ghost story or something, a Halloween <laughs> story. <laughs> she did some of that too, but um, I one of these days, hopefully, I can get to where I can afford the unlimited um, Amazon or the unlimited whatever the Amazon Music or whatever music. But there was one time a few years ago my oldest nephew and niece-in-law were telling it, ask for a fart and they did it at least 20 times and then she, one time she said this is what I sound like when I do it SVVD and you didn't hear anything. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, there you go. Well, we better move right. along and yeah, do some you, software man. on that one. Yeah. Thank you. Julie, you, <laughs> do you want to do you want to mute yourself? I mean, do you want to mute yourself again, Julie? Yes. Okay. What about Google Meet? How does that compare with Zoom? Uh, Say that again, Julie. What Google about Google, Google Meet? Google Meet. Google Meet. Um, I haven't tried it. I imagine it would be okay, but I don't know if most, it's as successful. Yeah, I don't know, Julie, because most people, and even I on my iPhone, I have Google Duo. Cause of course, I keep changing the different technologies, which is ultimately going to become Meet. I've, I've heard the accessibility is not as good as Zoom. But the audio quality, I guess, is okay. Um, but... I use Google Duel, and the reason I have it is so I can talk to and people on Android and have video calls between iPhone and Android. Um, but yeah, but you can play with it and let us know. Um, no, I don't know anything about how to do it, but I have heard that one of the state conventions, if they do anything virtual, actually I've been hearing that one of the state convention is conventions are going to do their conventions strictly in person. And, you know, there are some people that just can't make it there anymore, but they still want to be involved in it. And um, so, but they might use something, um, we were told if they did, they might use something other than Zoom. I think partly because of, is there a cost factor to a big state convention thing? No, um, it's probably about the same. I don't think so. I mean, you have to pay just fifteen a month for for a hundred users, but and I right. doubt yeah. anyone need more than that. But um, well, if they do, just let us know because if if a state is using anything other than Zoom, Google Meet, I always want to investigate it and see how well it works. And you know, yes. I, think, I think my youngest daughter Brenda uses Google Meets. It's when they were doing their remote learning, they were using Google Meets and Google Classroom and stuff. That's uh, that, that has I can a lot that. to do with those Google Chromebooks too. Yeah. I figured they'd use Clubhouse. What's you don't hear so much about Clubhouse anymore? They've kind of ruined the user interface to me in Clubhouse. I, I don't like the way it's done now. It used to it's be very, it's very cluttered. The screen it's cluttered. Yeah, there's just too much going on. It's not user friendly like it used to be. I think. Um, I mean, I don't see like like for example, there's what there's a comedian named uh, Tiffany Haddish who I followed on Clubhouse, and I don't ever see her using it anymore. I I think now with the pandemic and everyone getting back to work, and 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 I don't think it's as, as big a deal as it used to be. And people people don't want just audio; they want video. I mean, I, I know you don't think so, but but the sighted world wants video. They want to be able to see who they're talking to. Um, that's just a, you know. Well, but but also the opposite. Some people that was part of its allure is that it didn't have video, and like Zoom, sometimes people don't always want to be on camera, or they would get fatigued, right? Just watching people in these little squares on the screen. So, but it had competition, and you got Twitter Spaces and a few other things where people are communicating in different uh, avenues, but. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this Friday with Twitter because I think you're going to see. Um, I, it's, I think there's going to be some very serious changes to Twitter on Friday, Mike. When um, once uh, Elon Musk takes over the uh, the company, which is going to happen this Friday, so oh, I wasn't aware of that. Oh yeah, I'm out of the loop. Okay, I, I don't think I'll be using Twitter anymore. After, once well, I don't think it, it. I don't think it can happen overnight, um, but. We'll just have to see. Twitter has a lot of problems, so it could be a good thing. I, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. 
Americans. Well, because, I understand a lot of the a lot of the workforce is going to quit or or be fired. right. I mean, you got two things. You got the technical part of it, but then you also got the the freedom of speech and what's allowed and what's not allowed, and you know. So, yeah. well, we'll see what happens. With I'm a big Reddit fan. It takes a little little learning curve, but R E D D I T Reddit. And it is, if you want knowledge, if you're an information junkie, Reddit is, it has very knowledgeable people, you know, a little bit of snark and sarcasm, but it is, if, if you want knowledge, you know, radio or whatever you're passionate about, I think Reddit's a good venue for that. Yeah. You just have to learn it and you have to get that program from uh, Nathan Smith, um, Nathan Tech. Yeah, that's that's a good Good thing to go to. I was going to say, event. what doesn't he have, Mike? He does. He has so much stuff on that site of his that uh, it really is amazing what he has. Well, that yeah, leads that- into this. We yesterday, Mike introduced Jennifer to a program, and I'll let them two kind of take that story over and what happened. So, Mike came to you. Okay, with the I program. can go first. I guess okay. I installed it for Jennifer, but it's. And we've talked about it on here before. It's called Bebos. It's pronounced. It's spelled B-I-B-L-O-S. But it's if you listen to the little audio cue, it says Bebos. But it is a. I don't even know how to describe it. It is a powerful text and word processor. It does Braille translation. It does OCR, and you can even create audio books from text and take whatever speech voices are on your computer, kind of like that old text aloud did or Balaboka, you know. So. All that in one program, and I'll Jennifer kind of give her impressions. I was I installed it. It's one of those things that it, it has two different pieces to it because you got the text editor, and then there's another you install for the OCR. But I'll let Jennifer give her impressions on what she's seen so far. <clears throat> I haven't used it for a real long time, but because he just installed it yesterday. But I've been really impressed with it so far. It has pretty powerful editing features, and the scanning is I, I scan something, a document on on the scanner because you can use it with the scanner or you can open PDF files. But I scanned a document and it read it almost perfect. There was only one error in the whole document and that was a simple. I mean, it was an A instead of an O or something like that. And you could tell what the word was. It wasn't any big deal. But it's fast even using like the scanner in your printer. And then last night I took a PDF and I didn't know if it was that I couldn't read on my my phone and I when I took it and opened the file there and it read it perfect and it keeps all the format and everything so you can see what it looked like it's a lot it reminds me a little bit of DocuScan if anybody ever used that but but you can crazy. also edit a PDF Right, you can you can take that file and and you there's a you hit the insert button and it puts you into an edit mode and you can move things around, add to it, and save it. Well, you can also do Word docs. So I assume if, say, for example, you had Office only for the benefit of Word, that you could use this program and, and forego that. And I haven't played to make sure it does all the different Word docs. It says it does, but well, it says it says 2007. I think it means 2007 and newer. What about uh, the Braille aspect of it? So she could fire up her Braille printer and she could actually edit that document and, and emboss with that particular yes. item. Now, I'm not saying it's Duxbury, but 
But lots of times you don't need a duck spirit. I mean, if it's just something that, especially if it keeps all of the formatting and everything that you create, I'll be interested to play with that. But that's, I haven't seen a program like this. I mean, I, I was impressed enough that I told Mike yesterday I would, I would pay for it or I would donate to the person that made it. Well, it also does things like tactile graphics. It does math. You know, that's something that there's there's a lot of interest in the blind communities to be able to create the Braille math documents, right? To uh, so it you're just kind of scratching the surface of what this thing does. It's a very amazing program. Um, I think we looked and it had what 39 file formats that it could open or something like that. Right, it also has 39 different Braille printers that it supports. Um, and several languages that are supported. Yeah, it supports uh, right to left, if we have anyone listening internationally that, that communicates that way. So it's it's just, it's an amazing program. I just, I just It's seldom that you see so much in one program. Did I mention it was free? Yes, you did, but you <laughs> mentioned it again. Free, folks, free. And did we mention that you could get it from loftware.com? Yes, you can go under editors, and it's there. The link to the website. Yep, <clears throat> and you can. I think it's under Braille as well. So I, you know, uh, right? The guy wants to preserve Braille. Yeah, so, he's, he's wanting to promote free, low cost. Well, at the uh, bank or the alumni the other night, the superintendent mentioned that for the first printing of a book, if you're the first one that wants that book, you have to pay like ten thousand dollars just to get get it pressed due to do the original you know the original uh, creation of the formatting and everything so that's why he created this he wants there's countries that just don't have and schools and individuals that don't have the means to do it so he put out this free piece of software so you can make braille books and documents and pamphlets and and what have you so so it it's a good thing and they want to uh, promote Braille literacy, but suppose you don't have the extra money to buy um, a Duxbury program, and this is not to put Jeff's friend out of work or anything, or anything like that. But not everybody can clunk down six or seven hundred dollars for Duxbury, Jeff. I agree. I agree, uh, and that's why there. That's why there are other alternatives. Right. You know to. You know, to keep on doing that. Um, well, and and even if you don't, to me, even if all you maybe you just want a good OCR for Windows, like she she compared to DocuScan, and it it, it it's kind of I, I hate to use that exact analogy, but I say it, it's every bit as accurate, if not more. And you know, it's free. So if you just need you have a scanner and you just want to be able to scan documents in Windows, uh, you might want it just for that purpose. Um, well, because sometimes that's what part of what I had been looking for is open book is so old and there's lots of things that will open a PDF. But I wanted something because I cannot get JAWS to use my actual scanner and scan anything. So I so I it, it fit my purposes because I wanted to be able to actually scan a physical page sometimes. Also, a the only lot thing of, that. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was just going to say it might throw some people because in the beginning <clears throat> it has a wizard, but you can click skip because it's going to ask you some questions about how you plan to use it, like <clears throat> uh, what Braille, you know, if you have a printer, and if you don't, you can just click skip or just click next and, and go through it. But 
I just want to mention that to don't, you know, some people get intimidated. Well, I don't know. I want to answer this, answer that. But it's it's power of the program. It wants to know what you're working. You can always go back and make changes. There's a Braille settings menu. and uh, So it's a it's good that way. And it preserves that format so you can work on whatever he was. It doesn't jumble it up or run it all together or those kind of things. So. Right now, what I wonder, I don't know how many people would be interested in the audio books. And I had a gentleman who reached out and paid me to create an audio version of the Blind Shell 2 manual, right? He just, he just wanted to have it that way. And so, you know, you could use this program to do that in whatever voice, your favorite voice. If you want eloquence, if you want one of the cleaner, Paul, Kate, whatever voices you have available on your computer, Ivona, whatever you use and like. That you can make that your reading voice. You can set how fast it's going to read. You can make it where it's one document, one audio file, or you could divide it up. Say it's too long, and maybe people have a they want it on their Victor or their NLS player on a thumb drive, and they could just click you know the the forward button to jump to the next. You can't really divide it by chapter, but you can divide it by say so many characters, or say I want it's in four pieces or eight pieces or whatever. So. Uh, it's I don't know it, it's a pretty amazing piece of software and it's, if anyone needs any of those capabilities I think just the text editing uh, is pretty amazing you can do things that I haven't seen in a lot of other text editors like delete to beginning of sentence or paragraph and just kind of very unique it's, it's an editor if you're if you are a text editor braille what have you that's and you can even choose fonts. I haven't seen anywhere you can change the fonts of the document. And you can choose to copy it the way it's formatted or just copy it the words. Copy it and keep the formatting and paste it someplace and keep the formatting. Or you can just do a normal copy and paste and, and not worry about the formatting. It's pretty cool. Right. So if you, you know, to give an example for people who might not be thinking about, so if you're creating a document, maybe for, uh, you, maybe you need something more large print. You got, you're creating something for a low vision community. You can change it from the default of 10, go up to a 14 point font or something larger. Uh, and, and a lot of people pay a lot of money to get large print documents. And, but you can do those yourself with, with this program. Very, very, very good. Sounds good, Mike. Really does sound good. Julie, did you want to put some input in here? I know I saw your, your hand was still raised, and or you'd raised your hand. So, so if you want to mute yourself again, uh, go ahead. No, I don't think my hand probably got lowered from last time. Thank you. Okay, no problem, Julie. You know, one of the things we worked hard on before the convention, and even redoubling, retripling, quadrupling our efforts with phone trees and whatever, I built a database for our school alumni to where we put in all the information and able to locate people. When last Saturday, when we had all that computer trouble with, with the audio, because of the database, we were able to go call those people that were on the virtual list or that field was marked virtual and call those people and get their votes that we had promised. And we got all of those people to be able to vote. Otherwise, since it did not work correctly last week, we were able to get that. So if you're thinking about your school, 
and you want your alumni, maybe in Indiana we're different, I don't know, but it's a good way to keep in communication um, with each other and to promote your conventions is to have some type of a spreadsheet, whether it be an Excel, a text common, you know, delimiter type file, um, Google Sheets or whatever is free, and all of that type of stuff. It is so good to be in communication and where you can track down people if you want to or need to. Mike, can you yeah. see the value of that? Oh, very much so. And there's also another free one called LibreOffice. So if you don't want to spend the money on Microsoft Office, uh, you've got LibreOffice, which lets you do databases. It lets you. It's called Writer, which is its equivalent to Word. It's got Calc, which is pretty equivalent to Excel. I do find, for what I do, I still need Excel. I wish they upgrade one little thing for Calc. Um, but it's free, and it's uh, open source. And So, yes, definitely databases are... You know, having one that's accessible and that you can edit and do what you need to do, and I think that's very important. I, I love Excel for that reason. Like when in convention registrants, and I can sort it by all different fields. Like what do you do? Sort by first name, and then I'll sort by last name. So that way, if I have two or three, four people, same family, same last name, it's sorted. You know, by last name, but by first name within that. So, or you can sort it by dates or years of graduation, whatever you need to do. And it's just, it's so handy, and you can search it. And so I I'm, I love database. I love that data collection. Well, it was a big help when I was preparing all of the letters because I could just go through and do the addresses because I had to do all the addresses by hand and, and then go back and make sure who was supposed to get print and who was supposed to get Braille and who didn't care what they got. Right. When I was doing the conventions for the states, you know, Indiana, and I'm going to do Alaska here, I had a presenter's list so that I could go through and make sure that I reached out to everyone and gave them the Zoom information, you know, and they had, so I had a standard letter, but it had a unique for the salutation for each person and their specific time that they were going to present. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's the way to do it if you're doing communications and want to keep track of and not get stressed out by all this information but not having it sorted in any usable way. So, yeah, yeah big fan of that. I haven't no. played around much with uh, – sorry about that. Uh, I haven't played around that much with, uh, with Calc, but I know since they've upgraded to uh, uh, Library 7 – and above, it's a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, and Writer is probably my favorite part. Writer is equivalent to Word and has the old school file menus. That's what Jenny, I think, liked about you yep. know, Braille translation. You could file, edit, view, old school, no crazy ribbon that I guess 50% now, of people invented, like. Invented. Can you tell me one plus for the ribbon? I don't know. They, they, Microsoft says it's about 50 50. Half the people like it, and half the people don't. But Well, then. They ought to make it where ninety percent of the people like it, or it. I think sighted people like it because I think it organizes what they think are the most common things you do. Yeah, exactly. But I like the old school file edit view tools, whatever, because that way I just go through and learn what a program can do. I can look through each menu. If I understand what it does, I can change it if I want, or I can just see it. And if I don't know what it does, I leave it alone. But I, I think it's I know quicker what the doing it that way. Is it's quicker doing it that way as well, Mike. It really is. I, I agree. I, 
But I mean, I realize the importance of it. Jenny, can you do address labels with this new editor? I bet you could. I haven't examined it that far, but I bet in the word processor you probably could. I think you can because, remember, Jenny had talked about templates. And so you can make a template for any kind of document that you would want to do. And you can set margins, so I don't see any technical reason why you couldn't do an address label. You would just set the margins to match what the size of that label would be. And, uh, you know, top, bottom, margin, whatever, left and right. And I don't see any technical reason why you couldn't. But she just scratched the surface. It's programmed to, you know, it's going to take her a few days or a couple of weeks to really get her head around everything that it can do. And, you know, when you get programs like that, you, you get overwhelmed, but you have to have a project in mind. And that's how you learn a piece of software like that. You got to have something. Just like I was trying to learn Reaper, and you're not going to learn it unless you have something that you're trying to accomplish. Because otherwise, you know, it's just like, wow, okay. But the. But the bullet points, not only the fonts, but the bullet points, bold, italics, all those things to make your documents look professional. And oh, I, and that's paragraph it. styles. It's amazing what, <clears throat> what's in there. Yeah, so you can go to Loftware.com, go under editors, find it, download it for free. and Yeah, you or, or Braille. And it's, no, there's, two, there's two programs. There's the editor, and then below it, there's the OCR. And you want to... You don't have to install both. If you just want the editor, don't think you're going to do OCR. But to me, the OCR is that's one thing that we need in Windows. Just like, <laughs> we need better email options, I think, in Windows, in my opinion. But anyway, you get the you know text editor and the OCR. Oh. And, uh, Not and like I said, it, it worked right with her printer. It worked right with her printer. I didn't have to do anything. I just clicked scan, and it, it went and saw that combination printer <clears throat> scanner, and it just worked and that's 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 a wonderful thing. Has anybody ever got their end? I don't know how many people out here are com- PC users. <coughs> and Chris might want to give that number. Like we probably ought to record um, that number. Um, the quick number, if you want to just call into Zoom, is six four six eight seven six. Nine nine two three. That's six four six eight seven six nine nine two three, and put in the code two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. Then press the pound key twice, and you're in the room. That's right. And as Jeff would say, you're in like Flynn, but you're in the room, and then you can talk to us. But has anybody ever used? Mozilla Thunderbird, and all of a sudden, your unified folder is down at the bottom or close to the bottom and not at the top where it's always been, and your folders are just all messed up and you can't do this, you can't do that. It can really be a problem. And there's not a lot of mail programs out there with the exception of Outlook that we can use very well. If anybody can tell me a good accessible mail program, we're willing to listen. I played with Windows Live Mail, the one that 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 they that Microsoft would like you to use as well, and I don't like that at all. I just forget that. I'd rather just stay with Thunderbird myself. So that's what they did with the unified folder. Put it at the bottom. 
Well, mine is at the bottom or close He's to He's got corrupted the... somehow, Jennifer, that, uh, and I don't know. But Bill Stewart, he keeps a lot of, he's such a busy, important person. He's got a lot of mail. He's got over six gig of mail and 80,000 files in there. But the problem is I'm trying to fi- just trying to figure out how to resolve the issue because Thunderbird is an open source program. And, and, and as a result, you know, it kind of, it keeps, it's a moving target. Um, I've noticed so, like my unified folder doesn't read anything. It doesn't show any messages. Yeah, yours yeah, that's, is corrupt, That's too. a Thunderbird bug, right? So it's not working for some people. And, and and I know how to back up the important folder, but I can't really explain it to people because, it, as Bill learned, it has a different name on every computer, and you have to go show hidden files and get into roaming and Thunderbird. And, and I then wish you've got to try to find that super folder. They want you to go in and delete the super folder, but it's hard to find it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's not called super, so I don't... I'm going to have to Google and learn how to. Uh, just oh, like no, I did but I want my unified folders back. I like that was one of the things I really liked about Thunderbird. But I found a bug. Sometimes you would delete it from the unified, and it would either still be in the folder below, or you know. So, like, it just ain't supposed to happen this way. This is screwed up. You know. It's one of my things. I really think the blind community, we really need something that's accessible and reliable. And I don't care that they pack so many features and let's go for stability and reliability. And, you know, sometimes less is more. Let's get I don't more. mind Outlook, but Outlook really doesn't do exactly what I want. Chris, do you know what the command is to search in Outlook is? What now? Whatever happened to people? I used to use Eudora years ago. Is that is that that's that's no longer that's gone? That's been gone a long time. No, Bill, I don't know what the command is to find. Well, I would get that book by David Kingsbury. I can't think of the name, but I've got it on the website. But I, I, but there's a good free book for Office, and he's got chapters for each of them. And I think that's a a well. Plus, there's one. Plus, there's chapters for Jaws and NVDA in there as well. Uh, but that's a great book. It is free, and I haven't read it all. It's a good reference. It may not be something you read from top to bottom, but if you just need to know how to do something. But also, ask your devices, especially Google. It works great. Just ask your Android phone, Bill, like, how do I do this? And that's something Google has a lot of knowledge on, you know, how you do this in Office, Outlook, Word, Excel, whatever. And it'll usually give you the answer. So I, Google's kind of my cheat sheet. Uh, just using Android phone or my Google device. That'll belly up a lot. Yeah, that's true. That that will do that. But sometimes you're looking for a specific message or something or how to organize the folders and outlook. I am going to have to go get that book. You're I, right. I've found that I don't keep my messages that I want to keep in my in my email program, I put them in my important mail or or something else, and then I save them with the names so that I'll remember why I saved it. That's what I do as well. I just don't trust the program that it's going to keep everything, and I just I, if it's really important, I save it as kind of its own file. And, but what I'd like to find, you know, we have that everything search for files, but I'd like to find something that searches the text within files. So I know. Yeah, I've got, you know, a, I want to find Jeff Bennett. I want to find every reference to Jeff in a text. And actually, the, um, the Nathan Smith that we're talking about, Nathan Tech, he's got a program that kind of does it. It's a little slow, but 
But if anyone has something that will just search all the texts across your documents to find, because you know you've got it, you know you saved it, but you don't know what the name of it is. You know, I've got thousands of little text files of every transaction that we've done. But so we're on the hunt for that. And I Bob, make, oh, good. I'm sorry, Mike. That should make a top ten list of the programs we need, right? The, the, right. The tools that all of us still need out here in the field. Yeah. All right. All right, Bob. Ahead. You raise your hand. Can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning. Oh, hello. Yes. <laughs> I'm over here. Oh, uh, no, I said Bob. Starting. I said Bob. Excuse me, Don. Hold on one second. Just one second. Just one second, Don. Bob, are you there? Uh, uh, star, uh, yes. Stars, yes, go, go ahead now. Sorry about that, Don. Go ahead, Don, Bob. <laughs> okay, pardon my ignorance, but uh, Blind Show 2 had a system update this morning, and I'd like to know what that means because I don't see any difference. And then you think that. Well, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about that the other day even with the iPhone. It tells you, yeah, it's update, security, this and that. But it really doesn't tell you what they do. I can just tell you generally when you have an update, they're doing one of three things. They're either fixing a security issue, they're fixing bugs, or maybe they're adding features. But if they don't tell you what they're doing, then that's, you know, shame on them. But usually when they don't, it's usually something they'd rather not get a lot of publicity about. So probably more like a security update or fixing, you know, squashing a bug of some sort. But I mean, and it's, it's quite common on the iPhone, Bob. I, I'll see every week Uber, <laughs> Uber and Lyft have, have done updates, but they say... And, and when it, when they when you look to find out what the update is, it, we have fi- we are fixing bugs that we have, that we have found in the system, but they don't tell you what those bugs are. Yeah, unless we're squashing the right unless I'm unless I'm not doing the right thing to find out what it is. I don't. No, you are. It's not uncommon at all, and they don't tell you unless you call them, and they'll probably tell you more of the same. By the way, Bob, are you enjoying this? The blind shell? You, do you like using I, it? I am. Yes. Can you listen? Especially I'm using the, it's the Alexa app all the time. Can you listen to the legend yes. on the blind shell? Yes, you can get it through the internet browser, and I get it on Alexa, of course. And, and why would no you probably want to go through the browser? You know, when you wouldn't have to, especially with the Alexa on there. And you can play an audible book on there, too. On I haven't done that yet. But. Yeah. So it's a good thing. You had to switch to T-Mobile to get it, but maybe you were already a T-Mobile customer. I, I am. I was. I yeah. So. so it doesn't really matter. Um, the only thing that I would like to see for the blind shell while we're wishing here is the fact that they could be on Verizon and AT&T and T-Mobile. I don't think. I thought once they established a company here in the United States that they would end up working for that. Well, that may be their ultimate goal, but they haven't gotten to it yet. Or I would like to see them get, are they still adding apps, Bob? Are they? Yes. Like, do you, can you remember? Yeah. I can't remember. There hasn't been one lately, but. Yeah, if you bought it from somewhere in the U.S., you might just give them a call and say, there was an update this morning. Is it adding any features or capabilities that I can actually use to. So this is a phone, Bob, that uses something called Lookout. 
where you were able to scan and use your phone and do all kinds of things to read documents or find things around you or whatever. So there's a lot of power with this phone. So don't discount it. I mean, it's you can send a text message and probably an email and do various things. Now, maybe it's not an iPhone, but it's not intended to be. But it works well for Bob, so that's the main thing. And thank you, the Bob. Last thing they added was, the last thing they added was an email where you can have it tell you within five minutes if you have an email. And that's, I'm using that now. Well, that's good. Uh, very good. And Bob, you know, don't you know? Not everyone likes the touch screen, and that and that's why the blind shell is becoming so very, very popular, Bob. So well, not even likes it or not. Or Some can people use it. just have motor dexterity. Right, they can do it. Right. They get older, shaking issues, handshaking, and you know they would type the wrong things. So every every device has its purpose, and you know that's one of the things I, I talked about in my speech the other day is that something I learned in radio. And, and my boss had told me, and it's always stuck with me, that two good minds seldom agree. And we don't have to agree. We can talk about why why this is best for me and why that is best for you and learn from that. And we don't all, well, that old cheesy TV theme, different strokes, right? The, the world don't move to just a beat of one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. I that's mean, that's right. a very and true if, statement. And if we all, if we all agreed on everything, <clears throat> then it would be rather boring anyway, Mike. Well, exactly. Then there would only be one item, and we you know, so I, I I applaud that they 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 are aggressively doing updates. My concern a lot of times when you get those proprietary devices, they put it out, maybe do one or two updates because people complain about bugs and they don't really. But they are genuinely you know adding features and functionality. Uh, I I wish they'd use a little higher quality phone, but they're taking what they what they're giving you and they're putting a lot of functionality. Uh, in that device, and I applaud them for that. They're using Android for what it's made to do, and that's to be a very customizable system. And so I, I applaud them. I, I think they're they're doing a good service, and you, you pay a little extra for that than you would buying that phone outright, but they're customizing it and making it a very usable, accessible product. So I, I applaud them for that. No, I do too, and I, I, I'm very much a... I'm very much in favor of that. That that's a good thing. The 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 blind shell. Um, hey, let it roll on. Let people use it. A lot of people are torn up because maybe in their area, T-Mobile doesn't work as well. I think it also works with that consumer cellular. Uh, that's unofficially though. But, but see, that's that's the corporate greed of these companies. If it works with T-Mobile, there's no reason it shouldn't work with AT and T. They just don't want to support it. They're not make, they can't make money off it because it's not their phone, and they don't. You know, I mean, that's again corporate greed in America. Or they say, well, we don't want to support it because we don't know if it's going to work in all cases. And you know, that's I don't totally blame the phone for that. No, it's not the phone. It's the uh, phone providers, the big people in Canada and other countries. That's not an issue. And why it has to be an issue in this country, I do not know. Right. I mean, I can see why it may not work with Verizon if it doesn't support the unique CDMA that they use. But there's no reason that AT&T shouldn't work with it. Um, See, in this day and age, 
Why do they have to have two completely different types of phone systems to make people that would want to switch from one to the other buy a new phone? Because they want to sell the new phones. Uh, right. I know. Well, I mean, and Verizon might believe that their CDMA technology is superior and and they have pretty good coverage. So they could claim that. And some say the audio quality is better. So I don't know. Um, but, of course, they have to work internationally so they don't. You know, have CDMA outside of the U.S. So, well, on my phone, which is the iPhone 14 Pro, there, there. I don't know if it's CDMA or what, because I'm using Spectrum, which does use Verizon, but it's all eSIMs now. So there's no SIM card in this phone, um, and that's going to be the, the new standard at some point. So, if and, you want to go switch your phone number, how would you do it? Um, there's software on the phone that'll that'll let you do it. You and you work with your other carrier that you want to. You just reprogram through. it, Bill. You could, if you go into the settings, like I could go in there now and it'll say remove. I can literally remove my Mint Mobile. I can add another ones. I think you can have up to five different can, numbers. I don't it know says, how you manage that, but yeah, you can have five phone numbers. I've never played with that, but, that's but I had what it two says. numbers for a while, so I could have a personal and a business number. For you asking me about having a separate business number, you can do that on your iPhone using the eSIM. Right. You just have to go in and tell it which one is going to be, you know, if you send a text, which number is going to display. And the same for phone calls. When you make an outbound phone call, which, you know, when you tell it to call someone, which number is it going to display? But uh, it, it works, and you can have multiple numbers. And, you know, you could have a legend number and a home number, a private number, and whatever you want all come to the same phone. That's something a lot of people, it's not really marketed. People don't know about it. Probably because it would be confusing for some to try to manage that, having multiple numbers. That's you true. Really... By the way, yeah. I, I had an interesting experience, Mike. Uh, I, I got uh, the, my phone, my old phone was traded in, and I got a letter from uh, or email from Assurance, which is the name of the company that, that does the trade in. I could not use uh, my computer and copy the offer ID and, and put it into the website. I actually had to do all of the work from my iPhone itself. Not, I mean, my you know the the iPhone that I have, the 14 Pro, to make the to make to make sure I approve the offer. It would not let me do it on the computer. It would not let me manually put in the offer. Um, it, it, it wanted to be done from the from their website, from the link that they give me with the offer built in. It was very interesting, but it right, worked. they could talk to the phone, so they knew, so they had that, they knew which phone, so they knew it matched. There was someone wasn't trying to to cash in on your coupon on my on my coupon. That's correct. Um, the only thing they said was I got five dollars less, and I said because it was that I must have missed either renamed the device or did something wrong. I'm not going. I'm not quibbling over 148 minus 143. That's what I'm going to get. That's what I'm going to get. It's going to lower my monthly payments. So. Uh, I'm not really complaining. It's it's been done and it's over with. So that that that's the most. I'm glad you thing. finally got it. You said it took a few weeks, and I was concerned. Yeah, it did. It, but, so. but it did. I, I got it. I got the mail on month. Uh, no, yesterday I got the mail, and when I uh, initialized or accepted the offer, I got another mail confirming that I accepted the offer, and uh, it'll be reflected on my next few months, next month's bills. Have Have you guys gone used your phone and gone to websites that have? Capture and had your phone somehow. I I haven't done it in iOS, but I've done it with my Android phone, where it somehow or another talks to the site so that you don't have to prove that you're a robot. It does it for you, so you don't have to go through that captcha. That's a Google thing, yeah. Um, 
That's a Google thing. And Google getting smarter. They'll answer these calls when people call into my phone. And it will ask them prompt questions. And that gets rid of a lot of spammers. Not always. I got tickled. I got one yesterday that it let me hear the call. And this lady, it was a robot lady, and she said, well, are you interested in this plan or whatever? And she said, if you are interested, say yes. And Google hung up on her. Right, because you never want to say the word yes. And now, I, I see this at the Better Business Brother call and say, hi, are you Jennifer? You don't even want to say yes, because they could take that yes and electronically edit it to say, do you want to buy our service? Do you want us to build Medicare? Yes, and I'll take it. I've heard the recordings of it done. I got it all. The I yes has the same tone all the way through it. And so if someone calls and says, are you, you know, are you Michael Off? I say, who's speaking? You know, I'll never say the word Y-E-S until I know that I know the person on the other end because I've seen it done. And I've I had to argue with companies, you know, that say, no, she agreed. Here, listen. And it's yes, 50 times, all with the exact same tone. And I, you know it's edited. Yeah. And, and visually, I don't even... you, can, you can see it, you know, on a, on a screen, you know, in a sound editor, you can see that that yes is exactly the same. But you can do so many things with these phones. I was looking at my Google settings yesterday, and I put my phone number into it. She can make reservations for you if you want her to, book flights, book restaurant things, all co- appointments, all kinds of things. She can also put you on hold and wait in line for you and then let you know with those real loud beeps and things when you're ready to pick up the phone. Well, when the, when, the, when the phone can pay my credit card bills or pay my, pay my rent, then, then I'll be interested in it. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> that That's a, you know. Well, you can phone. set up auto pay for almost anything. No, I, just, I know that. I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of auto pay. I am not a big I, fan I of auto pay either. The only auto pay I pay is my rent, but I'm not a big fan of auto pay because uh, sometimes you get stuck in this auto pay thing and, and you can't turn it off. Some companies That's right. It's oh, hard. To, yeah, you get in a computer loop and it's hard to get canceled, so I don't trust it, especially within like utilities or spectrum or comcast i would never trust auto pay with those well and you can set it so that you can when your phone rings you can just say answer or you can say hang up but the only trick they warn you about that is if somebody if it hears the word answer and your phone happens to be ringing then then it would answer the call yeah well if they're playing alan parsons don't answer me right yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true see how many phones it activates today Uh, yeah And it's getting worse and worse. Uh, I tell you, I, I was on. I was. Uh, my sister was telling me that uh, she was on the street walking on, and some guy was looking at the phone. And she almost smashed into him because he didn't. He didn't get out of her way. <laughs> she was. He didn't even know what was around him. He was so he had his. He had his face down to this to his phone. That oh. can be very dangerous. Hey, there's people that are crazy. They'll walk out. They walk and text, and they'll walk out in front of cars. Dad, watch this video on Facebook. This man walked right off the end of a bridge. What's crazy, This and I heard this on a podcast, and it's true, and I didn't even think about it much, but like people go on tours, and they spend so much time looking at their phone while they're on the tour, they're not even taking in the whole point, the whole reason they went there, and they gave an example of it, like Graceland, and people go, and they go in the jungle room, and instead of looking around the jungle room, they're just looking at their phone about, oh, this is here, and it tells this is here, instead of embracing, you know, where they are and looking at it with their God-given eyes. I don't, it just boggles my mind. No, they're totally dependent. Uh, let's see here. 
And it's also <laughs> rather rude, especially if I, I tell my daughter when, uh, when she was a little younger, I'd say, can I have your phone? And she'll go, why, Daddy? I said, because the phone needs a break. And I, and, and I would take the phone and put it in my pocket. So she could she couldn't be so she, she couldn't she couldn't use the phone. Well, that's so. one of my pet peeves when you're having a meal and all they want to do is play on their phone. I mean, to me, and especially now with the cost of them, you know, a meal's an event. You talk and interact, and I'm like, I'll put my phone in my pocket, and I'm not even going to answer a call or a text, you know, until that event's over. I'm going to enjoy the people I'm with. I, I I don't know if that's an old-fashioned thing. Um, it is. Uh, I understand that. The only time I do that now, for example, if I get a call from my sister, and I know it's it's probably important because she knows of a meeting, she doesn't really normally call. Um, if I get a call, I have a distinct ring for her, or if I, uh, or if I have a call from Brenna, I have a distinct ring for my for my youngest daughter. I'll I'll take those calls, Mike. But but other than that, I don't take any other calls. Nothing. Um, that's it. That's that's about it. Do we have anyone else? We have no hands raised at the moment, so. What time is it? Is it, it recipe time? It's no, almost, it's a, but it's not quite. Almost. It's a, <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Do you you got a raise, ten? Yeah, I knew that was coming, Bob. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> Unmute yourself, please. Oh, I got to ask him a question. Why was well, he so quiet just, and docile this weekend? Why? Because I, they, I, gave, I just, they gave him his tranquilizers. Go ahead, Bill. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't help not saying something to Jeff today. I know he was worried about me. Uh, uh, Mike, I was going to ask Mike. Does this? Uh, you said this is B I B I B L O S. Yes. Okay. Now, does that work with a standard scanner? Like I have a a big printer that's got a, it's a HP. It's got a scanner, a copier. Uh, the um, that's what Jenny had. Yeah, it worked. And, it, right. The combo. And, and also yep. it has yeah, as the, long as as long as it supports the scanner drivers, right, Mike? That's yeah. yeah. As long as you got that's it already installed, if, as long as you already got it installed to print, and you know. Yeah, yeah it worked on Jenny's. I wonder if that, if that scanner would work or would have to be a special scanner to make it work. No, no. it worked with Jennifer's. That's exactly what she's got, right, Jenny? A combo? Uh, yeah, it's a combo scanner. It worked yeah. right out of the box with it, Bill. Yes. Yeah, because this also has a fax machine on it, too. But, uh, okay, I was, just, I was just curious. I might look it up and see what it is. But, well, but why like. were you so quiet at the alumni? Did they put something in your coffee? Or what? I, I, no, I hear I more from this. I I I I, in fact, I didn't get a chance to get up and say hello to you because I was... No, you didn't. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, I met your daughter. Know, but, she came up and introduced yeah, herself. Yeah, I know you probably met her, right? And I just, I just didn't... <clears throat> and I just kind of quiet this time. I didn't really... What, what happened, Bill? You're, you're normally the troublemaker at these things. What happened? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't. Uh, didn't do any. I just didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, she had drugged him. She had there, drugged there him. Was, there was there was one there was one thing in the in the secretary's report that kind of kind of irritated me a little bit when they put that report out, but I didn't say anything. Well, what was that? Oh, uh, that was where they mentioned in 2019. You know, that was the last one we had. 2019. How I I, I uh, presented a. Uh, CD, or you know, a, a copy of the uh, last song our octet sang together for graduation on May fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's the last that we all together. And who, I don't know who wrote it, but they said a group of a group of students got together and sang a song at the end. Well, you can it think was a group of students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember you bringing me that CD from the forties, and I thought that should be archived. I mean, you, yeah, I well, really, see, I got, I've got about. Uh, Probably 15 CDs here. Uh, see, Claudette, my wife, in 1956 for Christmas, she got a webcore reel-to-reel recorder. And she recorded a whole bunch of stuff at school. I've got kids on there that people wouldn't even know them anymore, uh, like stuff in the dormitory, 
the boys group singing uh, the piano quartet with um, Jerry Coors and, and the first, you know, way back. It goes back to 1956, and it was probably about 19 or about 2006. Claudette and I were sitting here one day, and I said, you know, we got to take those tapes and cop them because they were 50 years old by then. And so I found a guy, and I gave him to him, and I said, just, just run them off on CD. Don't edit anything. Just run them. Because I didn't want him messing around breaking tapes and stuff. But anyway, I, I probably got about... Well, wait a second. You got the CDs, but do, you got the CDs. Did he give you back the tapes as well? Oh, yeah, I got the tapes. But the tapes, I mean, they, I don't even think the tapes even run anymore. They're so old now. Oh, they'll, they'll run. They'll run. Right. Well, oh, but they, they might squeal. They could stretch. But, yeah. yeah you got yeah, really I wish good. we had and, copies and of those thing. CDs. I would love to put some of that stuff on the website. I think that would well, be... Well, why don't you work it out with Bill, Mike? Yeah, sometimes I have to get together with you, Mike, and we'll see if we can... Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to be in the Chicago land next year, I think. I'm going up around the ACB convention time. To Schaumburg, yeah. Right. Oh, Bill, the answer to your question was it was written by the previous secretary. Okay, I, I just figured, I just, I just said, you know, because the way it was worded, it was like, ah, eh, just a group of kids got together and, and they... No, <laughs> it was done by the previous secretary. Yeah, 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 because yeah, we, we were the, you know, we were the, uh, so, the official octet from the music department back then, you know. It was done by your friend's by the way, before yeah. you go, Bill, just just reminding you and anyone who likes to listen to old time radio, WCW, I almost said WCFL, WGN is going to have a Halloween old time radio bonanza on Halloween night. That's this coming Monday from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, uh, Central oh, yeah, I time. Heard that. I heard that. I heard Does that, that mean that, that uh, have, right? what's her name gets the night off? Um, Raleigh. Oh, Raleigh James. Raleigh James. <laughs> She gets trivia night off Monday night. But she's not on right now a lot. She didn't come on last night. I happened to catch her a little bit. She came on about uh, 11.15 because they had a hockey game. So right now during the hockey season and and that stuff, she gets preempted a lot of times, a lot of her stuff beginning, you know. She didn't get get it right on at 10 o'clock because she's on from 10 10 to 1. She's kind of interesting. I mean, I listen to her, and it's interesting. I know um, our friends down in... uh, Bill knew. I mean, they're a friend down in Austin, Texas. They called in on her. Yeah, you know, um, you know I mean, yeah, right. Carrie yeah. and Fran. Right, right, right. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't think of her name. I, I couldn't think where they're from, but I couldn't think of their names. Right, Getting old. But anyways, uh, that's that's pretty much. I just curious about if this work on a regular scan. I might look at that site because that'd be that'd be good to, to scan stuff to read. Okay. Yeah, I might. Know, act- I'll uh, I'll get in touch with you, Mike. Maybe I can. Figure something out, and we'll work it out where I can. Yeah, that. I know, I know, because I know another guy that asked me to give me some of the stuff too, and I haven't done it yet. If it's up on the website, and they can always enjoy that, it. That was the guy. That was your friend. It was your um, your guy's radio <laughs> friend up in Wabash. Oh, Monty. Yeah, yeah. Monty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He. he uh, I because I uh, I ran in. I don't know if I told you the story. As in Shipshwana, and I come out of the men's room. Well, I went in the men's room, and this guy grabbed my shoulder, and he said, what are you looking for, the, the stool or the, or the urinal? And I said, either one to make a difference. So he just, I said, I knew where it was anyway. So on the way out, I came out, and I was standing in the hallway against the wall where my daughter came out of the, her, her washroom. And this, he comes out, and he said, excuse me, did I bother you when I grabbed you, your shoulder and asked you where, where you wanted to go? I said, no, it didn't bother me. And he said, 
because I have a, a son who is blind, and he's from, and we live in, uh, what he said, he lives in Huntington. And I said, you mean Monty Seabrook? He said, yeah. He said, I'm his father. <laughs> so so I, there I called you go. Monty and told him I met his father. And I, he was asking about in the 50s and 60s about school. And I told him, and I said, I had some recordings. He said, oh, can I get some of those? I'd love to get some of that stuff. So, so there you go. But, it, but it's history, so I'll probably... I'll probably donate it to alumni eventually. <laughs> stick around <laughs> a few more have. years so I can give you a hard time. Uh, Do what? I said stick around so I can give you a hard time. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, and it rained here all day yesterday. And today uh, it's about 44 degrees. And rain oh, yuck. Yuck. Well, we must go to a recipe. Hopefully it's all right. more. Yeah, all right. Chicken, chicken and rice, right, Chris? Very good. Very good, Bill. We have... Okay. It's not chicken and rice, although this would be a good day for it. We have pumpkin cookies for Halloween. One half cup or one stick of butter or margarine, one half cup granulated sugar, one egg, one half cup cooked or canned pumpkin. Now, if you're going to use cooked pumpkin, you're going to need to puree it. One teaspoon vanilla, one cup unsifted flour, one half teaspoon baking powder, one fourth teaspoon salt, two teaspoons pumpkin pie spice, one half cup raisins, and one half cup of chopped nuts. In mixing bowl, cream together your butter and sugar. Beat in your pumpkin and vanilla, and this is using an electric mixer generally. Add remaining ingredients and stir till combined. You can do that part with a spoon if you want to. Drop by rounded teaspoonfuls onto lightly greased baking sheet or put parchment paper on your baking sheet. Bake at 350 degrees, well, that's a preheated oven, 350 degrees for 12 to 15 minutes or till center is set. It makes about 30 cookies. Now, if you don't have pumpkin pie spice, to make three teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice, you need one and a half teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one half teaspoon ground nutmeg, one fourth teaspoon ground cloves, and just slightly under one fourth teaspoon of ground ginger. And I usually make these cookies every year. They're a kind of a soft cake-like cookie, and they're good. I just gained 20 pounds, Chris. And mix that with a, when I got a red Solo cup full of Jenny's coffee, and oh, my God, you'll be to the moon. That's right. <clears throat> now, if, and if Jenny makes strong coffee, you'll, you'll be even higher than the moon. They're also <laughs> good with hot tea. Yeah. But when you could have strong coffee like Jenny's coffee. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about how she makes it before I filled up the solo cup. So I'm gonna... <laughs> it's good. It's good for you, Mike. It, it it's good. Puts hair on your chest, Mike. It's good. Nice strong coffee is good for you. Don't 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 knock it. It's good. Although yeah. it does it does pro- play havoc with your blood pressure. If you're not careful. That is true, and I have to watch that because my top level is around 150. So it's uh, getting where bit, you start to get a little bit of a headache. It's a bit on the high side. Yes. Yeah, we don't want no trouble here. So, 
I guess Mike will be going back tomorrow, and we'll just keep on keeping on. He's doing his conventions, and we'll be doing what we do. Um, we got to do a little file copy. Well, yeah, I'm thinking of that too, Bill. We got to do our transfer swap. I always give you a copy of my software, and we, we compare music and OTR and all that good stuff. So. Uh, but just put it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're doing Michael, that. Michael, was it a good deal? Yeah, right, Tim. I was just going to say, I may not be on today. It's Comcast. Oh. We have an outage, and they say my service will, should be back by 1130. <laughs> it's central. Well, we, already, nice. we already hear him. So you're breaking up a little, Tim. So we, we, we already know that they're having problems. Well, great. Uh, my download speed, my upload speed, I mean, right now is, it says is one meg. <laughs> so. Wow. Which would, which would be enough to stream if it's consistent and reliable, but that's right. the problem. Yeah, but it's... Why does Comcast get to be so bad? I don't I, know, but this is... Maybe you forgot, to pay his, you forgot to pay your bill, Tim. That's that's the problem. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, you could pay your bill a hundred times over. They would still be just as bad with this service. They can't help it. I guess it's just in their DNA. Well, what frustrates me is their tech support. I mean, you know, Spectrum has some of the same issues, but at least they have quality support and they'll let you know what's going on. But I've, I've been there and observed people making calls with Comcast, and I That's I don't know how so hard to get. It's so hard to get by their automation system. Exactly, and they ask you the same templated questions that have nothing to do with it. Well, you can't just tell them what the problem is. And yeah, I, I I feel for people that have to work in the Comcast system. It's good when it works, but yeah. I mean, I have Spectrum, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Spectrum is the best. I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there there are companies that are better, but I really don't see a lot of problems with Spectrum. Now you know as well as I, Mike, that they do have problems occasionally, but but. They kind of go in spells. You get three, four, up to six months. Everything works great, and then you have right little glitches. But it sounds like Comcast doesn't even go that long. I don't know, but three yeah. or four days, maybe. Yeah, <clears throat> I had a problem yesterday on the twins for a little bit, and the problem the day before, and you know, it just go. They say now I need to go get a new modem. Well. Oh, really? Okay. They should bring it to me. Why should I have to keep going to them with modems? Yeah, that was an issue with Spectrum. I had a, my TV box went bad, and they sent me one, and then they didn't include a return label, and then the box was, the unit was too big because this other one was smaller, and it was, <clears throat> wasn't as good. You know, it didn't display the time on the screen and everything, and they're like, oh, just take it to any UPS store. Well, no, that didn't work, and... So I ended up having to take the box to an actual Spectrum store, and they're like, keep your receipt. We want to make sure you get credit for it. So, yeah, I, they've got to work out. But you know, Spectrum has a thing. If you tell them that you're blind, they will come and pick up the box. Yes, they the will. From they you. will. They're, 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 very, they're very good about that stuff. I, I can tell you that. They're very good about that. But, you know, when I was in working on Nancy and Dale's computer in Milwaukee Spectrum was terrible there. I mean, it was, they were using the cheapest equipment, the cheap, whatever they could do 
to be cheap about things or to do things. They were doing it <clears throat> for them. Well, were they in an apartment? Because sometimes that's... In an apartment, but, yeah. I in a house, but the problem is they had raccoons chewing the coax. And they replaced it twice, but it was really the third time. I said, I want the wiring inside the house replaced. And the third time I had someone come out, he did that. And it's been a lot better since then. But... Um, and they were like, you know, watch channels 36 or 58, and if, you know, you missing pixels, well, then we know we got a problem because those are the worst channels. So they know there's problems in their networks, and, you know, I don't know. It's an expensive proposition, I suppose, but they charge good rates. But in fairness, they're getting undercut on the Internet by these cell phone companies now that give you the wireless modems so that you can... I'm a little leery. I'm concerned about it being reliable, especially when you're broadcasting and doing things like that. But there, there's going to come a time when you won't have to use Comcast or Spectrum for your Internet. You can just use Verizon or T-Mobile or maybe AT&T someday. T-Mobile is supposed to have home Wi-Fi, but I doubt it's going to be. I hope it's better than Verizon's. Oh, gosh. They're Verizon. They're phones. And- oh, one of the cities here in the in our area, Saratoga Springs, Mike, is is being wired for, for uh, fiber optics, and uh, I don't, I'd love to get fiber optics here, but it's up in Saratoga, so that's good. Well, they're right, it's going for the smaller communities. They got the government subsidies, so some of these more rural areas are eventually going to have better internet than than some of the larger cities. But it we, costs a lot of money to run that fiber. It's very expensive. We've got fiber optics here in Naples or in our subdivision boy that does make it nice now they have their issues too but it is very fast and very nice and you know the difference wow but you know that's the way it goes so chris no donna day tomorrow what will you do in lieu of donna day she slipped away here for a minute but probably gonna loaf how about some ribs on the grill? What's on, what? Yeah, yeah there you go. That sounds good. Uh, it, yeah, it's going to be a little it's chilly, be tomorrow, chilly so. tomorrow. and maybe rainy. Yeah, oh, but the, okay. But the cool thing about it is you don't have to stand out there with it because you can watch what that, it's doing. That's you can true. Just go get them. That's true. Speaking of ribs and things, I noticed <laughs> McDonald's is bringing back the McRib as of November. Only till November twentieth. Oh. All right. And that and that they claim it's the last time. They've said that every year, and they always do it around Halloween. I don't understand. It's a good sandwich. Why don't they keep it there? It's one of my things <laughs> yeah. I like it. I love the McRib sandwich. And, and it used to be that if you were in New York yeah. City, uh, you could get the McRib year-round, but you can't do that anymore. I used to love that sandwich, too. They say this is awesome. the last time they're going to bring it back. Does anyone remember the McJordan bacon? It was a cheeseburger with bacon, and it was called the McJordan. Of course, named after Michael, of course. No, I don't. I don't remember. That. I don't remember the mix. It had a short life. I don't think. I don't even know if they had it in all markets. Actually, I think it was there no. for like three months. Arby's has a rib sandwich now, and I've heard it's really good. I've never had. It. You know, I looked on DoorDash when I went when I ordered something from Arby's. I didn't see the rib sandwich on the menu on DoorDash. It, it, I couldn't find it. Maybe DoorDash didn't update their the Arby's menu. 10, I, just, I just couldn't Collapse. find it. Messages bullet thirteen minutes ago. Well, capital M. Maybe Mike. do they. Maybe they just didn't update, Jeff, because... Maybe, maybe. Yeah, we've had that. I'm telling you, DoorDash is getting more and more expensive. Even things that used to be reasonable are getting stupid. Uh, just go to any of your restaurants. I went to uh, an ACB meeting a few weeks yeah, ago. But, but it makes a difference. Like, some of these, it's not that expensive if you're actually in the restaurant. Well, DoorDash don't have the full menus. I learned that when I went like start using Uber Eats. 
which I no. think their delivery fees are a little high, but they have all the fruit, all the items on the menu where DoorDash does not. Oh, you're right about that. That is true. True, true, true. So Uber Eats does oh, have but more. But you got to watch the delivery fees on Uber Eats. Though. Oh, so I know. That's why I won't patronize. You can pay $20 just to get something delivered. Yeah, yeah you've got to read it carefully. I have Uber One, so I don't know if that saves me a little bit on delivery fees. I don't really use Uber Eats that much. And I tend to use a local restaurant that's in my neighborhood. I like Italian food, and, and they deliver, and I just give them a call on the phone. Well, how's Grubhub of late? I mean, I use that in Evansville. So it's been about a year, but I, I liked it pretty good. There's Some restaurants had better deals than Door Dash and Again, it's the same thing. Depending on what restaurant you have and what, how much it is. Uh, I mean, the accessibility, if they broke uh, it, it, it was working. No, it's, pretty, it's fairly good. It's still good now. Weren't they bought by Grubhub, bought by either DoorDash or Instacart? Instacart's involved with Grubhub, I think. And Amazon's involved with Grubhub, too. But uh, and they have another, another company called Eat24, which is the same thing as Grubhub. It's exactly the same thing. It's just a different name. Then they had one called, what is that one that's called? It never, they never have drivers in your area. Uh, you Postmates. What? Postmates. Postmates, yeah. I haven't used them since they first came to the Albany, New York area. I never liked that, that particular application. <laughs> Whatever time you try to use it and find something you want and order the stuff, then they're not available. So, Or they say the Internet's down. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it's interesting to note that, if, for example, I wanted to go to the Apple Store, or if I wanted to get a, a Mac computer from the Apple Store, if I wanted to get an iPhone from the Apple Store and I give, them, I give Apple a call, if the, if the store has it in stock and you want it, DoorDash will deliver that, op, that, that product to your home, uh, at least for me here in my, in my area. And... I needed a charging cable and a, uh, oh, they sent me the wrong cable. They sent me a lightning cable with USB-C, and I didn't have a USB-C charger. And so they, I got a Belkin charger, which has USB-C or USB-A ports on it. And they, they packaged that all up, sent it to me with DoorDash, and it was, it was great. It came, they said it would take about an hour to get it, and, and they, got, they were right on time. And Apple's raising the price of their monthly services. I think Apple Music's going up a yeah, dollar. Yeah, it's going up a dollar. Apple TV's Plus going is going up, $2 up a dollar. A month. Two dollars and yep. what's the other service? Arcade might be going up also. I don't remember a fan of that was going up. Now, someone earlier mentioned Amazon Music, and I have to say for sound quality, I think Amazon Music was one of the best um, as far as actual sound quality. If you got a device that can take advantage of it and uh, you know hook it up, use the earphone jack and hook it up to some good speakers or have one of those like Jenny has built have in Florida. Uh, but their actual audio quality is pretty good. Apple Music sounds great because you can get it on that lossless audio. Is that flack? Is that what it's called? That lossless audio? It really yeah, does yeah, sound Yeah, some of their stuff's pretty good, too. Oh, does that sound good? Now, see, Jeff, he's into that eco uh, see, I like, system. I like YouTube uh, music. It sounds pretty good. I don't know if it sounds as good, but what I like is that when you choose something, it plays related artists. It's more intelligent about, well, if you like this, you probably like this as well. Which was, Yeah, that's what I liked about the Google Home, too, is you can yeah. ask her to play... Oh, Jimmy Buffett in the next, and then she'll play, keep playing other things like that. Right. So that's what I like about it. Um, and we got one quick call yeah, we from do. Julie. Go ahead, Julie. Unmute yourself, please. You know, I just wanted to tell Beth that she can also make playlists on her Echo Dot if she wants to. That she can well, can 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 you do that without paying for Apple Music or, or, or Amazon Music? I don't think. Oh, you, you probably have to have Amazon Music. Yes, our yeah, Amazon. I, I think that's right. 
Yeah, you have to have Amazon Prime, which you get some Amazon Music through that. But if you have Prime, um, then you can then you can make playlists and uh, you can just ask have a song. You know, just create a playlist and they ask you to name it. She asks you to name it something, and then you ask for your songs and ask them to add. Uh, she's asked to the playlist. And she said, what playlist do you want to add to? And you say the name of your playlist, and it adds it. I'll, I'll try that. I didn't know that. And another thing you can share, if you have someone you trust, you can share your Prime with one other person. Hey, what's um, even nice now with the iPhone 14 Pro, and I don't know if it works with the uh, if it works with your phone, Mike, but I can actually FaceTime you and play the music that's on my phone to your phone. Uh, I know that works with the, with, the, with the later phones. It didn't work with the iPhone 8, but it might work with the iPhone SE 3. Don't know. I remember they touted that about right sharing music, and I I didn't know if they gave up on it or what. So no, I, as a matter of fact, you get any app that has phone. audio. I was listening to WINS, and I said, let's try. Let me try this with a friend of mine. I was talking to on the phone. We were we were FaceTime. It makes you go to a FaceTime video, and you, and I can share that app, and he could hear exactly what I was what I was listening to. Well, I think the thought was like with Apple Music that if the other person didn't have Apple Music, it might be a copyright thing, and then they wouldn't let it work. So I don't know what happens if one of you has Apple Music and one of you don't. I'm Expecting you can't transfer that. Right, music. I, have, I, I think you're right about that because I, he did have Apple Music, so yeah, it does make a difference. Well, it looks like we're just about out of time. Want to thank the panel. Want to thank everybody for participating and making these two hours go by fast. Thank you very much. Thank you again, panel, and have a great day. And Tim will be on soon. I think. Oh, I'm not so sure, Bill. (laughs) Not looking too good. If we didn't have so much computer work to do, I'd probably come on and do it for you. So, but. Well, sorry about that. But uh, no, it's um, still real low upload speed. So, it happens. I don't know what's going on. All right. Anyway, we will uh, do the best you can. Back tomorrow. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye.